You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Hello, and welcome to the Paradox of the Christian Life, Part 2. Today we're going to talk about another aspect of the paradox of the Christian life. Now, we've already said that the, a paradox is something that appears to be contradictory or just outright false and yet is actually true. And today I want to look at Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus is giving his Sermon on the Mount, and he says something that uh, are pro- is probably familiar to many of us. We've heard this before, but want to pause and just take a look at it. It's Matthew chapter 5 and verse 3, uh, where Jesus says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed. Blessed, blessed is the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Whoever has the kingdom of heaven is truly blessed of God. You know, if you have a home in heaven, and if you have eternal life, you are blessed. Now, the opposite of that, of course, is being cursed and not having eternal life. And if you want to have a a blessed life and have eternal life, Jesus said, you must be blessed poor in spirit. And I had somebody recently tell me, you know, I quoted this verse to them, blessed are the poor in spirit. And I was talking to a young lady and she said to me, yes, but blessed are the rich in spirit. You see, she had thought of herself as being rich in spirit. And no, that's not what Jesus says. Blessed are the poor in spirit, he said, not blessed are the rich. And so if you're thinking to yourself, you're, you're rich in the Spirit, um, you may not be a blessed person, and you may not have the kingdom of heaven. But uh, Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Now, poor is the language of poverty and of, of neediness, of, of uh, charity and being dependable, uh, dependent on someone else. And, you know, there are many people among us uh, in society who, uh, for various reasons, are dependent on other people. Um, it could be a child who's totally dependent on their parents. It, be, it could be some disabled person um, who's dependent on, uh, you know, the help, help of the state. Or or uh, it could be just someone who's fallen on hard times and who's depending on uh, the good uh, the goodness of their neighbors or their their family to help them out, whatever it is, this is the language of neediness. And someone who is needy and poor goes without, and and uh, and looks to others, looks for looks outside themselves for uh, what they need to sustain them. And this is the message that Jesus is trying to say: if you want heaven. You have to embrace your spiritual neediness. You have to recognize that you have nothing to bring to God. Nothing in you that God is pleased with. Um, You have to come to God uh, as a beggar, um, coming to with your hand out, looking for the salvation that God will bring you. Don't come to God rich in the Spirit with your chest puffed up saying, look what I have done. You see, that's what most people, I think that's where most people are at today. Um, And think for yourself, uh, if you want to go to heaven, why would God accept you into heaven? 
And most people would answer that, well, because I've been such a good person. You know, I am a pretty good person. I, I'm not mean to my neighbors. Um, I'm a pretty upstanding citizen. I haven't done that much bad stuff in my life. And so for such a person, they are spiritually rich. They're not really needy. But Jesus said, if you want to be blessed, blessed are those who are poor in spirit, who have nothing to bring before God. He wants us to embrace our spiritual poverty because ultimately in ourselves uh, there is only um, sin. Really, that's all we have to bring to God. Um, any good works that we, we appear to be doing um, aren't really pleasing to God. He's not really pleased with uh, whatever good works we think that we're doing. Um, the Bible says that God's wrath hangs over every person because of sin. That is, every person who is outside of Jesus Christ. And so we are really nothing but, um, but sinners condemned to die, um, in bondage to sin and death, and reaching up and reaching out to God and saying, God, please save me. Um, instead of climbing the ladder up to God, reaching up to God and asking him to reach down and pull us up. And really, it's kneeling at the foot of the cross and looking up to Jesus Christ and saying, I need this sacrifice. Um, I need God, and I need God's blessing. You see, so many people think that they're going to bless God. You know, they, they have all this good stuff to bring to God um, and uh, as if God were in need of anything. You know, God doesn't need your good works. He doesn't need my good works. God is good in himself, and he's fully loving. He has everything he needs um, within the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and he's a good God. There's nothing that we can add to God. And God has everything that we need. Um, and this is what the Bible says, that God supplies our lack. We don't supply God's lack. And so if we want to uh, be blessed of God, and if we want to uh, spend uh, eternity in heaven, or as he says here, in the kingdom of heaven, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. And so, how about you? Are you poor in spirit? Uh, do you recognize your spiritual neediness? Uh, do you need the forgiveness of God? Do you come to God with a repentant spirit, recognizing that you're a sinner and that you stand condemned before God, and if it weren't for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, you could never come to God? And that's what it means, I think, to be poor in spirit. It's to recognize that, uh, that I'm, I'm a beggar, you know, in tattered clothing. I don't have a, a cent to my name, and I don't have anything to come and, and buy with. You know, I can't go and buy food, and I'm just a beggar totally in need of, of a handout, of assistance from others. And spiritually, we have to be spiritual beggars, um, sensing our need and, and uh, embracing our spiritual thirst and our spiritual hunger 
And when we come to God that way, he promises to fill us. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And then in verse 6, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You see that? If you recognize your own hunger and thirst, what you don't have but your need for it, then, Jesus said, you will be filled. So this is a great paradox. Most people think that they're fine the way that they are. And most people don't know God. Jesus said, broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many there are on that road. And, but, but narrow is the way that leads to life, and few be there that find it. Most people are not spiritually needy. I hope that you're spiritually needy and, uh, and come to God um, as a needy person and come hungering and thirsting after the things of God and, uh, and after righteousness. And Jesus said, you will be filled. You'll be blessed uh, because God will lavishly pour out on you his blessing and specifically the blessing of eternal life, and eternal life will be yours. But you have to humble yourself and come to God as a poor beggar, as a needy sinner, needing his forgiveness and receiving it through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So let me invite you to embrace this paradox and you have to humble yourself, like I talked about in the previous episode. You do have to humble yourself. Um, and James chapter 4, verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. So, are you spiritually rich, or are you spiritually poor? Only one of those is blessed. I'll see you next time.